Drinking, drinking, smoking, smoking, nobody's smoking, but we're drinking, 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 drinking. Guess what, guys? You got googed. Oh, my God. You still on that googed shit? I mean, I just put it all over our IG stories. So. Googe it. You got googed. You got googed. I just googed you. You're a googe. Wait. You're a motherfucking googe. Am I a googe now because you googed me? I don't know. I don't, you're trying to get too like deep into it, and I don't need to get all of I'm, that. That's my job, okay? I, I dig through the crates. Oh, all right. God. So I'm trying to get to the heart of this googing thing. All right, well, you can get to this dick. What's up, y'all? This is Tressie. Uh, and this is Cedric, and we're through the crate. Digging through cultural and current events through the hip-hop lens. Let's just get to it. Uh, yeah, why not? Um, Guess what? We are recording in a very new place, and I do apologize for the audio quality ahead of time. Um, we're going to try and make sure that um, we're, we got some... Man, don't some apologize I- for shit. You know what? Yeah, I guess, I guess. You got to be unapologetically hip-hop. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, <laughs> you just, you just gotta be you, boo. I am being me, boo, boo. And just like, man, you think, you think, you Biggie, just, you, you shut up, shut do, up, don't <laughs> stop, just, just don't bring. Do you think? The, no, I'm not letting you go with that. Do you think Tupac no, would 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 was be apologizing? Snapchat, apologizing for for his podcast for having Thug Life on his chest, but then making Brenda's got a baby. I just I need you to stop now. Okay. <laughs> I, I, you know what, guys? I, you know the weather's changing. I'm on some pills. You know what I'm saying? Well, Allergy medication, cough medication. Who knows what the fuck is gonna happen next? I know. I mean, I, everything is everything's crazy right now. And if you guys know anything about Cedric, which you don't, um, <laughs> nothing at all. This guy is Mr. Unbreakable. He never gets sick. I'm so. not sick though. That's the weird thing about it. But nigga, you coughing allergies and, and shit. Yeah, whatever. It's well, annoying as shit. Allergies are a conspiracy by the U.S. American government. The U.S. American government? <laughs> United States American? American. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was horrible. Oh, that was awesome, dude. I'm going to start calling it that. <laughs> the U.S. of A government. The U.S. of A American. <laughs> the United States of America, American government. Yes, dude. You just got gooched. <laughs> oh! All, All right. right. No, but seriously though, um, we should probably dive into some topics or do something. You know. I mean, you know, something useful with my time. Uh, what's yeah, been going on? You know. What's with the biggest hip hop news today? Oh, I know. The number one hip hop topic of the day. Okay. It's uh Cardi B being number one. Oh on the So the hot number one hundred. The number one topic is the number one hot It's gotta 100. be. All right. What else? What else would it be? I mean it's not like Well, you let's know. salute to her first and foremost because that is a feat in itself. Yes. No matter how many people are trying to hate on it. Yeah. I mean, to me that that's not an easy thing to do. Um I've been seeing a lot of like shade towards it though. Yes. It's like been a, a ton. Um well, I guess not a ton, but... Well, one thing I, I saw... <laughs> Powerfully directed. Right. And uh, one thing, though, I saw that I... And I respect this this uh, this girl very much. She's one of my friends. I saw her on Facebook saying that, you know, Cardi B used to talk about black women as, like, roaches and shit like that. And now, now she's out there on, like, the top of... Um, <laughs> the top of the, the chart show, charts or whatever. And, like, we, we put her up there. 
even though she's not like she's not respecting the black like black people or the black culture or black women and stuff like that and then she's also you know of course spewing some like some ratchet shit or whatever like who you know, are you talking she, about what do you mean who am i talking who about? said this one of my friends on facebook i'm not sure i mean yeah oh okay yeah. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Like, do, do, do they know she, her or like, was this? No, she knows hip hop. She knows music. This very, is just yeah. her observation. This is her observation. Like, this is something, I, it's just her opinion. And to be okay. honest, like, I can, I can see where she's coming from. Yeah. Like, I don't remember the Roach comments or anything I don't like remember that. that. I mean, I don't remember and, Cardi B and, yeah, until, before, yeah. Yeah. So I, I might not be savvy to all the things that she said, but from what I know of Cardi, and if I don't know everything, my bad, I'm not going to be able to know everything about Cardi. Um, but, you know, shit like that's been said, like about her, and then we also have Azalea, 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 Azalea Banks, Azalea. <laughs> I don't know why yeah. it took me so long to say her name. I mean, because like we don't usually talk about her until she says some dumb shit, right? It's usually what happens. So she's starting to talk shit about Cardi B too. Yeah, about being on the top, and like she's trying to say that like the only reasons why she's up there is because black men don't appreciate black women right because we, we all just fantasize and just want to fuck latinas but but so yeah what, what was dope about that was she she threw some shit i think it was on twitter or some shit right and then cardi b responded with a picture of azalea a video a video of azalea banks yes. singing and dancing along like to like bodak yellow, to bodak yellow like, like like every other ratchet female that you see in the club just going nuts to this shit exactly and this is the thing that I have to say about that whole thing. Like, first of, first and, first and foremost, that video, that clapback right there gave me so much life. Like, that was just yeah. amazing right yeah. there. Like, I don't give a fuck it's whatever. perfect. You know what I mean? Like, she's like, this is why it's number one, because haters are fucking liking it too. Bro, that that, that is what the internet's for. Well, maybe not entirely what the internet's for. No, like, like, we can be a little bit wretched. We can make jokes yes, up, but we can but, say some shit. But like, that, like, that right there, that, that clapback, you're right. Right, it was fucking classic. It's, it's amazing. Like, you're talking shit gonna, about I'm me and my number one song, <laughs> and then this only the only thing I have to say back to you is here's a vi- video of you going nuts to my shit. Right, like say something now, and then Azalea did have to, did have to go back mm-hmm. and did have to say some stuff. And she was, and then she tried to say like people wrote her shit and all that stuff. And it's like, okay, if somebody wrote Cardi B's fucking shit. I don't give a fuck because right. she's not writing prolific right. things. She's not saying she's just getting yeah, her money. I I grew up. Fucking screw up. Got introduced. I grew up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She, right. she, she, she's not spitting no like hella deep, introspective, lyrical sh- struggle shit. She's, no. She's just she's ta- little she's bitch. Talking you shit. can't fuck with me if you want it. She's talking to shit she's that she knows. Shit. She grew up in the hood and this is the type of shit that she does. And then she grew her fucking IG following based on what she's talking about right now in this particular realm. Like in that song. Like, She's she's ratchet as fuck, and she yeah. she's unapologetic about it, and that's why I I'm drawn to her because that type of shit it draws everybody. Everyone loves trap music. Everybody love like that. This shit wouldn't be popular. Bodak uh, Yellow wouldn't be number one if nobody liked that shit. Yeah, and you can't just get all high and mighty now. And I'm not right. talking directly to my friend or anything like that because I respect her opinion. But this is just my opinion. I'm just saying like, there's no need to try and act like you ain't fucking with that shit too. And it's, you know, and it would be a completely different story if Cardi B was out there trying to pretend to be something that she's not. Right. 
everything she's given you on the song that I know her by, which is Bodak Yellow, mm-hmm. that's what she gives me on IG Live. That's what she gives me when I see her on the internet, when I see her in interviews, when I, you know what I'm she saying? She hasn't changed one she, bit she's from her IG same, stories to this. She's the same, you know, and so she's not portraying a fake image. People are like, oh, mm-hmm. she, boobs are fake, her ass are fake. Yes, she raised she that. Did it. She's like, yeah, yeah, my shit's fake. And bitch, you jealous because you can't afford it. Right. Like, I like my shit perfect because I want to be perfect. Like, and so the fact that she owns that, even her, she owns even her fakeness. Right. So at that point, it's like. Or quote unquote fakeness. Right. So it's like, okay, what else you got? It's like that scene from fucking Eminem from, from, yeah, from 8 her. Mile where he's fucking rapping about himself mm-hmm. and just, just you know, right. shitting on himself. It's like, okay, now what you got to say? Right. So. Anyway, like to yeah. me, that that that's just like some whatever shit. Like people are going to hate. People are going to find something wrong with everything. I mean, we've found stuff wrong with other people's shit before. Like people just have opinions and that's my opinion on it, you know, and that's our opinion on it. And you could take that to the motherfucking bank. Bitch, or write your congressman. You could, but I don't know, I don't know <laughs> what that's him. gonna get you. <laughs> uh, What's next on our agenda? I think we got. I mean, man, it's it's hard. It's, you know, speaking of internet age, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Uh, and videos, uh, Mr. Kevin oh, Hart. Oh snap! If you haven't heard, guys, uh, Mr. Kevin Hart, he's a comedian. Got caught up in a hmm, sticky situation. Ew. Um, it's really it's a really weird situation. Um, the way I was first introduced to it was this random uh, post on Instagram of Kevin Hart. Like, yeah, he just came out of something. nowhere. Came out of nowhere, un unprovoked. Just a video of him talking also, to the world. Ha- right. Also, if you haven't heard about this, then you are living under a rock. So that's just that. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. And, you know, he's pretty much apologizing to his kids saying he, he did some shit he shouldn't have. Right. Um, Big Whoop want to fight about it. And the last line of, of his little video, though, is I was like, wait, what? What did he say? Rewind that shit. Uh, turned out he was getting extorted. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 I, I don't yeah. want someone to profit from my from my pain. Or yeah. From my mistakes. From my mistakes. Whatever. Right. Um, so it turns out there's somebody trying to extort him to expose his infidelity. Mm hmm. Um, so yeah, the, so there was a tape that was made. Somebody recorded them, and then um, the tape got pulled off the internet. I tried to search far and wide for this fucking tape. It was out there. I couldn't find it. I didn't look hard enough. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm not gonna mess. I I was not in a rush to see Kevin Hart fucking. Well, I it came out, and then I was like, I wasn't at a place where I was like, I'm just gonna search for this sex tape like right here in the public. You know what I mean? Like. I wanted to at least be at home. <laughs> want to so be I in the privacy rub- of no. your home. No, I'm just kidding. Get no, your but candles like, and incense lit. Right. <laughs> Set the mood. Set the mood right. Put on that Kevin Hart sex tape. Like, for real, though. Nah. Like, who the fuck wants to see Kevin Hart fuck? No, I think, I, to be honest, you this was my thought process. You want to see it. I thought he would be like a rabbit. <laughs> you know what I mean so I was really like I, I thought he just, he looks like he just fucks very fast to me so, <laughs> so I really was curious you so, look like a fast fucker he, cause he's so tiny like yeah yeah give it to me give it anyway that, this, this is getting very vulgar between cousins but, um, but no so like I, I was just curious I'm, I'm curious so 
couldn't find it. And also, like, after I tried a couple of different searches, I think I tried probably, like, four searches. I was like, I'm giving up. Because I don't need Google knowing that I'm trying to find this shit that hard. <laughs> so <laughs> Protect that, that internet search history. It's important, you guys. So Go to Bing for that shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I've never thought about that. Yo, I'm going to Bing, Yahoo. <laughs> All of the random AOL. Points. Wait, Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So anyway, we, um, this bitch like comes out of nowhere and says that she's fucking with homeboy and like, you know, that she didn't know about the tape. Bitch, you knew about the tape. Well, what was you trying to, to extort me? a nigga? What Kevin was... Hart is fucked up for cheating on his wife, and this bitch is stupid for thinking that she can get something. But like, but what was weird to me? Some shit that came out later. The chick who he was supposedly with in the video is claiming to be a victim too. Fuck that. They're saying the person who leaked the tape was like her friend or someone in Fuck the crew. That. Wah, wah, wah. Exactly. And so the chick who supposedly in the video was saying it wasn't a one night fling. She's saying they were That's in a the relationship. day or something like that, right? They're I think I've seen something on Shave Room from that. Um, yeah, this whole fucking thing is fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, I don't know who the fuck you think you are, Miss, uh, what's her name? I'm looking at the TMZ right now. Mo- Montia Sabbag. some, dude. That is, uh, that some. is a, a very interesting name. But anyway. Um, it doesn't surprise me that Kevin Hart was cheating. He cheated no. on his last wife with his right. current wife. And he's a he's a fucking dirtbag for doing that shit again because especially because he was talking all that shit about like oh you my rib and I love this shit like I love this girl and then you and she's pregnant like you cheating on her as she's pregnant yeah. like this is just you a scumbag all around for this and like to be honest I be I got him on my Snapchat I got him you know on my IG and I, I sometimes I'd be like man you fucked up bro like but this I shit can't look at you every day but I can't look but the the fact that I knew you cheated on your pregnant wife. That kind of hurts me. Like the same way I, I'm not listening to R. Kelly. I can't. I can't listen to R. <laughs> I Kelly. I mean, R. Kelly is 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 a pedophile. Yes, it's gross. I mean, I, I would not put pedophilia and um, cheating or cheating or on your uh, adultery on your pregnant wife. You know. Uh, okay, they don't go hand in hand. I get it. Uh, but, I mean, we're, we're being. But I understand. We try to fact star. check around here when it comes to these things, but I mean, well, actually, when Allegedly. it comes to when it comes to this fucking bullshit like this, we don't really f- fact check because we don't really give that two shits. To be honest, we talk about it because it's interesting, but I'm not giving it that much thought. I'm not giving it that much much of my time anyway. But he, the FBI is involved in this shit now. They have to be because it's extortion and. Everybody keeps There's saying, like, he got There's money to get FBI in it. Nah, bro. No, it's what Extortion, they do. bro. That's what they do. That's what it means. So you pay taxes, right? <laughs> right. Come and, come, and, come and find this person. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, chameleon. I would love to become a chameleon. That'd be dope as fuck, right? Just I blend in the shit. I walk in a room and no one would see No me. one would know. Sometimes I want to be that invisible, invisible bitch from uh, Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> that shit would be hella dope. I just be sneaking in on people. I just so. thought of, I just thought of Venture Venture Brothers, her character in that, and it's oh. a chick who's like whose skin becomes invisible, so you just see her muscles. It's <laughs> some fucking funny shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's only her fucking skin. It's just skin. her skin. Oh. You could then see her muscles. <laughs> so then she becomes like a fucking picture from yeah. the science book and fucking anatomy or some shit. <laughs> 
Oh, it's oh, so nigga, dope. we've been drinking. We are both super tired and shit. So I apologize for the tendons in, in advance. But anyway, let's let's keep it what moving. What I tell you about apology? Just, just. I know. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna. Uh, <laughs> my bad. My bad. I'm not gonna say sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, bitch. Uh, what's sorry, next on our fucking sorry. list, bro? Hey, sorry, not sorry. Hey, ain't nobody um, fucking caring about. Yeah, you know. I mean, so unfortunately, part of hip hop is not just all you know dumb shit like people cheating on their wives and 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 whatever else is going on um unfortunately sometimes you know the culture blends uh the music and the street shit kind of blends together into real life into real life shit or bleeds out not blends but yeah bleeds together all right whatever it, it bleeds all right bro in the Calm streets the fuck down and just get your in fucking the streets bleed get the intro off bro uh <laughs> So recently, uh, there's been a beef between a young Dolph and a young Dolph. That's funny. And <laughs> a, a yo young Gatti. Dolph and a yo Gotti. <laughs> a yo Gotti out of Memphis. <laughs> All right. Um, these are two rappers. Um, they got into some street shit from Tennessee. But yes, go ahead. Yes, from Memphis, Memphis. Tennessee. Yes. Memphis. Um, yo Gotti didn't sign Young Dolph. Blah blah blah. They got into some street shit. Um, no, yeah, uh, young, young Dolph didn't want to sign. He didn't want yeah. to. He wanted to do his own mm-hmm. shit. And he ended yeah, up doing his own. I mean, shit. this is this is what we have read, um, but it's it's still all spec- speculation. But go ahead. It is because um, there was a shooting that happened a, a while ago where Young Dolph's uh, SUV got shot up like a hundred times. Yeah, but it was bulletproof. There was nobody in it, so nothing happened. Maybe there was like a warning, like shot, like bitch. Maybe. But I Maybe. think after that he started doing some shit, right? Yeah, af- after that, Young Dolph put out an album called uh, "100 Shots." Uh, he started naming songs on that shit like, uh, what the "Fuck," like "Bulletproof." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, so he was like Fifty he, Cent, he, like he reincarnated. He was poking him, yeah. like, "Oh, you tried to okay. kill me and you couldn't," right? Uh, and then, just just recently on fucking the strip in Hollywood, or was it Hollywood? It was. Somewhere in L.A., mm-hmm. he got shot up. Young Dolph got shot. Yeah, and um, they do have someone in custody at the moment. Um, Young Dolph is in stable but critical condition. He's he's gonna make it. Um, That's but the, what they think. Yeah. But the point is, you know, this violence was recorded on on records. This violence was. You know, posted on Instagram and Facebook Live, going back and forth over the course of months and months. Mm-hmm. Somebody could have died. And somebody almost died. Somebody almost died. So this is like that's that's the serious part of this. I know we've been making a lot of jokes, uh, not a lot of jokes, but um, I mean, coming off of that Kevin Hart story, like it was kind of hard to go into this one. But um, it's unfortunate that that. You know, when some real niggas get together, you know what I mean, or or actually have some beef with each other, like this is some real shit. You know, like they actually don't like each other, and that violence can, like when you when you poke a beast or you poke a, a monster, you poke something, it don't, you got to expect for it to poke back, and that's that's what's happening right now. And it's very unfortunate that Young Dolph and Yo Gotti and even Black Yunsa are involved in all this because. It doesn't have to be this way. You guys are trying to get away from that life. Exactly. And exactly. You know, you, and all you have to do is just let that shit roll off. Like black youngsters over here, he, you got too much money to be worried about a young dog. Like why? 
let this nigga run his mouth. If he's gonna run his mouth, let us let him run his mouth. If if you want to say something, just I say something like, or or don't say nothing at all. You know what I mean? Like, why don't y'all just like not even acknowledge each other? But that's the problem, you know. It's it's. I know it's easier said than done. Sometimes but, you, you know forget what I mean? that a lot of these people who do, are in these positions may not have been groomed to be even no, ready right. for it. And in, 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 in no way, shape, or form am I saying that, like, I understand, like, the street life or anything like that. But I, I, because I don't. Because I think critically about, or not critically, but I, I think through things like this, like. From, from I, a different way, though. Right. You know, what, what you think is, uh, okay, this is the, the outcome I'm trying to get. Um, what am I willing to get that? It, it's different, you know? You don't. I weigh the opportunity, the, the the cost of something like that. I weigh it differently than someone of of in their shoes would. Right. You don't. You know, disrespect may not be as as high on your list of things that you care about. Right. Because it's only disrespect if I care about it you being disrespect. It, right. Exactly. You know. I mean, gotta put some respect on my name, right? <laughs> right. I mean, it's 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 one of those things where. Um, I don't know. Like, People value different things. Right, they do. And they're willing to do certain things based on other things' value. So, unfortunately... That's what's happening here. It's worth fucking up a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. And that's what blows my mind. These guys' lives are completely changed. They've made a brand new lane for themselves, and they're willing to throw it all away. You know, has no one learned from fucking Tupac and Biggie? I mean, but the, but the thing is, is that, like, no one's learned from a lot of things that's happened in, over the years. Like, there's a lot of things that hap- that we can tie a lot of this, or th- that we can tie this activity to. And I'm not going to go through all of the, like, layers and layers upon layers of what's happening there. But my thing is, is that um, we just wish the best for Young Dolph to come out of this okay and that they can actually reconcile their differences in a different way. Um, that That's about it. That's that's the easiest way I can end that. Um, <laughs> um, the next thing we got, I think we got. I mean, speaking of more irreconcilable, in, irrec, help me out, irreconcilable. I have no idea irrec- what you're trying to say. Irreconcilable. Oh my god, I no can't idea. Say it. I honestly don't know what you're trying to say. Like the thing that people like get divorces over, differences. Irreconcilable. Thank you. Irreconcilable. When I drink, I st- I cannot say words, bro. <laughs> I can't like words. You can think them. I can think them, but I can't say them. Just don't. I. Um. Irreconcilable. Say it again. <laughs> Things willing to be divorced over. No. What are the what irreconcilable? Is? Irreconcilable. Irre. Irreconcilable. The differences, so speaking of those differences, um, there are some differences between um, our uh, Cheeto in office. (laughs) Head Cheeto. Head Cheeto. Head fucking chili cheese Frito. (laughs) No, I love those things. I can't call them that. Um, I haven't, oh man, I I need, anyway, fat girl problems. Um, Speaking of that shit, so this motherfucker decides, Mr. 45th, decides to say some shit about the NFL and its players and calls and how, how should we attack this? How do you want to talk? I mean, it? so like, this is some bullshit. I mean, this saga is going on and on. We've talked about this shit on how many fucking episodes now? Too many. And 
unfortunately, Donald Trump keeps doing this shit. So he's talking about. So the biggest issue that I had wasn't even so much that Donald Trump was calling in a tweet um, NFL players sons of bitches, mm-hmm. which he did. Right. Um, but it's that he was calling for them to get fired from a private profession for not showing patriotism. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said fire these sons of bitches. Uh, sons of bitches for, for for disrespecting the flag. Yeah. Now, last time I checked, we're not in a fascist government that requires you to pledge your uh, allegiance to the to the country. Like, right? There's no law saying that kneeling is is no. illegal or um, unconstitutional. Right. It's not. If anything else, it's your right to do and say what the fuck you want. If it, yeah. If it, if anything, it's protected by the Constitution. Exactly. Um, um and. And so it's, it, it doesn't surprise me that he would say something like that mm-hmm. because he said a lot of dumb shit before. Right. But, but at the same time, it's just like, I mean, the saga just keeps continuing. And I think he's, he's, he sees that he's losing, um, approval. And I think that he's trying to try and gain that back. What do you think? Is that a, well, if he's trying to gain it back, he's trying to gain it back from a really small group of people. Right. Which is his but really I hardcore he, base. But that. But the thing is, is that he. I think he thinks that that's what got him elected. Oh yeah, because he's a fucking idiot. Because it was that base plus people that didn't want Hillary. Yeah. So, it's it's kind of interesting to see that. But that that's just a, a thought that I've had in my head. But him calling everybody sons of bitches, and then on that Sunday, um, all teams. I I, I want to say most of the teams that played that day kneeled. Or were not even on the field during that, right? I believe it was all except for about three or four teams that did some type of demonstration. Okay. Whether it was joining of the hands, the kneeling, going Mm -hmm. to the locker room. um, There were only three or four teams that did the normal thing. The normal. uh, Right, right, right. I guess recognition of the flag. Yeah. Recognition of the Um, anthem. which, Which I think... Again, Trump is is a blessing in disguise right. because what he's done is very uh, it's 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 allowed people to wake up, mm-hmm. and it's it's divided us to a point where we are in our own corners, but we're a lot tighter right. than we used to be. You know, we're a lot more united than there's we not, used to There's be. not that much gray area anymore. It's either you're here or you're there. Exactly. The gray area is, is becoming a lot smaller. And I think that's, it's a good, it's a blessing in disguise for sure. Yeah, because he's, he's exposing a lot of ugliness that has always been there. But he's allowing that shit, the, that fat to rise to the surface. Right. And now we all see it. Right. Now we all recognize it for what it is. Exactly. Um, and, and it's good. It's, it's that great. That part is good. That part is good. Um, so... To me, though, how do you feel about the the people locking arms versus kneeling? Are you opposed? Do you think that was like a, a cop out? Like, what do you think about that specific I think I think the fact that they're doing any type of action is saying something. Mm-hmm. I mean, freaking Jerry Jones, freaking kneeling on on, Jerry on, Jones? on, 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 on the field, the owner of the, of the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, okay. And he's a big contributor. He was a contributor. Isn't Robert Kraft another owner or no? I can Google, but yeah, Jerry Jones. I I didn't know about that. And 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 so, 
for me, it's a hit or miss with these owners and even the, some of the players. Oh yeah, I, I just googled him. I now I know who he is. because um, because these guys, the owners specifically, are saying, "Oh, we're united, we're united," but no one is speaking out about why they're kneeling. No one is speaking out about why Trump took issue with Ka- with Kaepernick or with any player kneeling or disrespecting the flag in the first place. No one's talking about the why. Everyone's no, just true. talking about the action. And so if if these coaches really want, or if these owners really wanted to get at Trump and show that they're united, then they'd fucking cut, cut, cut Kaepernick a check and get his ass in the field. Right. So he still doesn't have a job. Still doesn't still have a doesn't. job. No one, no one is addressing the issue, the initial issue. Right. And so I feel like we're just completely getting spun again. Right. Exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I love the unity. I do. But it's still, it's still like, oh, we're coming together against Trump, not coming together because of police brutality. Exactly. And, and so we need to refocus now. Exactly. We get everybody's attention. We've shown that when we come together, we can uh, bring awareness to something. Right. So let's focus that awareness. Exactly. And I think that's probably, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Cause it seems like that's what Trump's trying to do. He's trying to pull it away. Like, um, he was just on, uh, fuck ups and friends, AKA Fox and friends. Um, he, he was just on there talking about, you know, that uh, talking about the owners and, and the fact that they're kneeling with their players and, and stuff like that. And I think he was just, he says that um, when it comes to the respect of our anthem and flag, they have no choice. You have to, you have to have people stand with respect. So they're he's talking about the people standing for the flag, and he's also saying stuff like he thinks that the owners are scared of the players because the players are protesting, and, and the owners don't want to lose their or not even lose their players. I don't even think he's even saying that. Um, he says like I have so many friends that are owners, and they are in a box. I mean, says Trump, and this is again uh, via CNN. Um, I mean, I've spoken to a couple of them, and they say we're in a situation where we need to do something. I think they're afraid of their players, if you want to know the truth, and I think it's disgraceful. He said they've got to be tough and they've got to be smart. So I feel like he's like lightweight threatening them. No, I mean, I, I honestly feel like there's a little bit of truth in that. Mm-hmm. In in the respect and and that kind of goes back to what I was saying before how they're changing the issue from police brutality to unity or to how like okay we're all together now like oh yeah no I I stand with no we're we're all in this together against Trump right like like you said it's against Trump not against police brutality and black and the and black lives matter unlawful murders of black lives yeah well so we're not talking about the actual exactly. issues exactly we're talking about fuck Donald Trump and um, that's I think that's why I got so angry because they they show they kept seeing showing that Ray Lewis was but that kneeling. was that was huge because he was he was such a freaking Uncle Tom I'm but he's still an it. Uncle Tom to me to 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 do that like I don't like I haven't heard anything after seeing that but like that to me also shows like you're coming, you're, you're taken away from the issue. You know what I mean? Like you, you have this uncle Tom that said all this shit, talked all this shit about Kaepernick and now he's kneeling and nobody's talking about like the fact that he said all this shit and they're just like, Oh, now he's kneeling. So he's on the right side of history. Like, no, let's address that. Let's talk about that. I'm not trying to say you have to shame him for it, but like, 
make sure that you correct that. You know what I mean? Just because somebody, just because you shit on the floor and I, and I shove your face in it doesn't mean I owe you an ex. doesn't mean I don't owe you an explanation for why I've shoved your face in it. Like you're not supposed to shit on the floor. Let's talk about why you're not supposed to shit on the floor because it stinks like fucking hell and it's going to stay there. It's going to like, it's going to probably stay in the carpet and you should probably shit where you can flush that shit down the toilet. Please, or or take it outside. Like there's, there's, there's an explanation that needs to be had. And I don't, there's no explanation for the fact that this motherfucker's doing that. There's no explanation for the Jerry Jones, whatever, for doing that shit because they're just doing it just to be like, okay, we're here. Can you come back to our, and that's another part of it is that, um, Donald Trump is trying to change the the rhetoric or change the narrative of how, um, we've been boycotting. There's a lot of people that are boycotting the NFL and they're not getting the ratings that they want. And we're moving away from, uh, and he's trying to say that, like, if you look at the stadiums, they're empty because people are mad at, the disrespect to the flag, but no, a lot of this has to do with the boycott right. that we've called for before the season even fucking started. The, boy, so, the boycott is for Kaepernick. It's for and, Kaepernick and, and, for sure. And he's it's not for your change shit. It and say he's trying to take it to it's because zone. people are disrespecting the flag. Mm-hmm. And he said that in his rally and everything like that. So, like to me, he can suck a dick on all fucking fronts. He can suck it from. I don't know. I, I want to say like, you know what? He can suck gold members' dick. Because that motherfucker looks gross. Um, and that's about all I've got. Uh, do you have anything else? Uh, fuck Donald Trump. Nah, yeah. You fuck know, Donald Trump. YG, YG. That's a great song. So now that we've got that bullshit out of the way. Whoa, whoa. Let's talk about some great motherfucking music. Yeah, sure. Just to, you know, like, make everything just feel amazing and beautiful um what are we talking about first i mean what'd you listen to um so i listened to two albums to prepare for today um one was g herbo and i guess we can just start with that one um g herbo aka little herb aka g herb i'm just i'm just giving them all sure do it um he came out with his, uh, I guess this is his debut. Yes, debut album. Debut album, um, called Humble Beast. And to be honest, I was very surprised. Um, and the only reason why I was very surprised because I don't listen to a lot of G Herbo. I, I will admit that. Um, I just moved to Chicago about three years ago. We all know that. Um, going on four actually. And um, I'm not a, the biggest fan of street music just because I can't really relate to it as much. Um, I, I appreciate the stories that come from there. But if you're talking about sipping lean and doing a lot of drugs and shit like that, a lot of that type of street type of that, that type of street music loses me because it's not meant for me. You know what I mean? So but listening to this album, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I didn't like all of the album. I will come out and say that first. But I liked some of the album. And I think I, I, after going through it, I liked a lot of the stories that he would tell. So he was telling a lot of stories about like what he would do in the streets and how he wants to make sure that he educates the young ones in the streets to make sure they know that they don't have to go through what he went through. Um, Hove did that. Yeah. But Hove did that at 44. No. So hopefully you don't have to go through that. Exactly. But um, so just to to comment on a couple of things, like I like um, I liked Streets 
and Malcolm. Those two songs were really good. Streets, I mean, he gives me a very good, a very big um, Meek Mill feel. Um, he's he, uh, everyone always says that like Meek Mill is the only energy rapper. I beg to differ when it comes to this album. I think really, yeah, G Herbo when, when he gets like very um, like Meek Mill's yelling at you. That's I mean, my, but but that's why that's, they call him the energy guy because he's but, got it. Like. <laughs> No, but but if you listen to G Herbo, just because his voice is deeper than Meek Mill's high ass voice, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, like I'm not, there's no shots. I'm sorry, I'm just whatever. But um, like I think G Herbo, he'll get into his like when he starts to passionately say something, like he'll get into that raspy, like he's yelling at you or whatever, like you you think he is. But like I think he actually has that energy too, especially with the type of beats that he was choosing on this on this album. I think that was kind of. Like I think he is like an energy rapper. Like if you if if you even listen to uh, what is it Mirror, I think that's the one with uh, Lil Bibby on it. Um, they go back and forth like a call and response thing, and they they do a lot of that's a lot of energy too, especially with how fast they're rapping too. Um, and then I just I just love when he spits with that raspy voice. It's like he's got all that passion passion with him, and he's actually got some lyrics in there. Like he's mm-hmm. actually talking about something. It may not be talking about the stuff that I can relate to, but he's talking to uh, about something. Um, he also has a I think he had some good beat selection. If you took the time to listen through the whole album, um, the beat selection gets shoddy every now and then just because of what I'm not into, which is like that syrupy like lean type of yeah shit sometimes but he's got some sample things on here too there's this this song called way out that i really loved um a uh, street had a nice um sample and then a uh, crown had a nice sample and then i liked mirror mirror didn't really have that big i don't think it if i to my rec- recollection i don't think mirror had that sample but that's what i'm saying is that like this it's just if you take the time to act, I think this is what we're doing. It's like, we're trying to take the time to actually listen to stuff that we've never listened to before. And this one, I was a lot, I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised versus like listening to like a Uzi or listening to, what is it, another one? Like I listened to Yachty. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I tried to get through the herbal. Mm-hmm. I did. Um, I, I honestly didn't try that hard. I might give it another try later. I think you, know. you should. Uh, I just I I got through like five songs and I was just like I can't. Do I think this it also anymore. I think it also has to do with the mood that you're in, like the like that day like I was in a mood to where like let's just do it. Um, so I'd say try it again. And that's the thing too. I mean, you know, and it's not even a knock on herb. It's just I don't get a lot of the slang. Yeah, I don't get. I don't You're get too everything. Old for it and sometimes. it's not even being too old. It's also regionally too. I mean, yeah. you know, certain. I'm missing shit that I just don't even know that I'm missing. They do, and that's another thing know? that I've always noticed that that there's a draw to them that they that uh, a lot of um, rappers in Chicago have that I can't really understand sometimes, and that's not a knock on them, as you said. Like it's just, it's just like us trying to translate. You know, like if we yeah. hear somebody say, I'll molly wop your ass or whatever, like some shit like that. Like we know that that's an old ass term, but we know what that means. You know what I mean? Like we know that like you're about to go go to a function. We know what that means. It's a party. Like like that's some West Coast shit that we know 
but like if you out here like we, we're not gonna know what that shit is like we're not from Chirac we're not going nowhere near Chirac quote unquote you know what I mean like I'm not going down to Inglewood to try and figure out what this the slang is I'm not and I don't know nobody right. from there so I'm not how am I going to going to go about understanding what this music is and that's why I think um you should give this album a chance because there are spots in this album that are for people like us with a crown, with a streets, with, with a mirror, with a, the way out song. Like those are songs for us that they, that he actually talks to us and tells us about shit. So okay. that's I'll give all. another shot. Yeah. I will. I just, man, I tried. It's all good. And then, um, so yeah, I, I, I recommend that to people if they're trying to, figure out who G Herbo is. I think Humble Beast was a good a good debut album. Um I I also yeah, that's it. I also listened to Rhapsody. Uh Rhapsody had oh, an Rhapsody, album. Yeah. It's called Layla's Wis- Wisdom and she's got a nice track list here. Um do you want to go in by track or what do you want to do? I mean, yeah, like I mean, so in contrast, I, I did finish Layla's Wisdom, and I feel like that's pro- pro- probably why I didn't get into the G Herbo as much, because I was listening to both, and, you know, it was like, huh, which one do I listen to right now? Right, which one would you prefer? I definitely gravitated more towards the Rhapsody. Right. Um, You know, she, I guess the idea of the album is uh, Layla was her, her grandmother. Right. So it's like her, her grandmother's life lessons bestowed upon her right Leo um and I mean yeah over overall I uh I mean I already knew Rhapsody had bars right I hadn't honestly heard of Rhapsody um uh, until the Kendrick Lamar album to pimp a butterfly huh complexion interesting I slept and then I realized like wait no I've heard that voice before and there were a couple songs that I heard before that I found out was like, oh shit, that was Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like put it together. Yeah, for sure. For um, sure. But yeah, ever since then, you know, um, I mean, and working with Knife Wonder. Yeah, so she's been, she's been like. Okay. Rock Nation. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's got all the right pieces in place on the business side to really make this go. And she's got all the pieces in place from a music perspective, from a lyrical perspective. Yeah, um, she, because she's an, ri- originally from North Carolina, and uh, so is Ninth Wonder. And, J. Cole. And, of course, yeah, but um, just in regards to the story, um, she was in a group called Cooley High, and that's when I first knew about her, um, because I, I, I won't even go into how I knew, but, yeah, because that's old, old shit. But, um, so, she... Uh, was spitting bars for a while um, back there and like Ninth came across their whole like collective and was like yo you I want you like yeah. you, you're you're gonna be a star type of thing so um, her being associated with you know Ninth Wonder Jamla Rec- Records and like Rock Nation I think it's, it's definitely I agree like it's definitely a great spot for her to be in and dropping her debut out al- this is a debut album from that whole because she's got projects after projects. She dropped Crown before this. She had that one She's Got Game type of uh, project before that. Those are the ones that I remember or were, was checking for um, off the top of my head. But 
uh, going through this album, um, it was very interesting. Like she's, she had a lot of the elements that Kendrick had on his album. If you think about it, like Terrence Martin was all through it. I mean, you have, you mean, uh, to pimp a butterfly, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Not, not the, yeah. Not damn. Got Sorry. Me. Um, but yeah, so he had a, I mean, ninth wonder and Terrence Martin together are to me are just phenomenal. Terrence Martin on anything is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, going into Layla's wisdom, I really liked just how she opened up the whole album and just giving you the premise. Like this is Layla's when this is what my grandma told me. This is what this is going to be. And this is how I've lived my life through my grandma's uh, wisdom and, and what she's told me. And then she smacks you in the motherfucking face with power right after that. I mean, yeah, she's, she, she, she smacks you like not just her, but I mean, the production, the production of this thing from, like you said, the first track, even how it just comes in kind of light and just kind of like blah, 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 blah. Right, right, right. And then it's like when the drop drops, her flow changes and she's just in the pocket, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and, and like you said, that first song definitely sets the tone for the whole album. It does. The whole album is pretty much that. Right. It's like her just kind of like vibe, 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 beat drop. And then you just fucking get bars. Yep. Um, and yeah, and then you get power. It's like, the, the, there's no breath. It's like, okay, mm -hmm. all right, first song, cool, cool, we're going. And then you get fucking power. It's another mm -hmm. smack in the face. You know, another lyrical assault. Um, what do you think about Chrome? Like, ooh. Oh, Chrome? Yeah. I'm sorry, where are you going to go more in on, on I fucking power? love power, dude. Yeah, power's amazing. We I can fucking talk love about power, power it's, it's 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 probably one of my favorite songs now. It's not my favorite song now, believe it or not. Okay. It's one of. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, it, it's just interesting, you know, with the, with the power song, you know, she's talk first she talks about the power of pussy and then she goes into like the power of her as an artist and as, as the leader. Um, and then, you know, Kendrick comes in and kind of follows those sentiments and it's just, uh, how does Kendrick continue to do that flow and learn how to say like fine words that will fit that flow? I don't with know. With the thirst, the verse, the verse, like that thirst, like with that, that, oh, it's he crazy. He makes it work. Definitely makes it work. And anyway, I mean, sorry. No, no. I mean, it's, I mean, it's it, impressive, you know? Um, and it's, it's just, it's just awesome to see, you know, these two MCs who are obviously at a really high level, you know, not just, talking about how much money they got or how good they are at rapping but they're, they're doing that like while rapping very technically well like right. both of them I mean Rhapsody has this thing too where you know Kendrick has that kind of flow that you described where it's like what the fuck are you doing mm -hmm. and Rhapsody has this thing too where well, she'll you know extend the line into the next fucking bar mm -hmm. and extend the rhyme scheme into a whole different bar half bar and then extend that out again and then it comes back again four bars later like oh right. shit like that's what she was talking about yeah there. it's kind of like a comic when a comic says like exactly they tie back like the first joke to the last joke yeah. and you're like oh shit i know about that you know what i mean so that I, she's she's really good she's at so doing good. that she's so good really at good that. at doing that and she and you know she'll be in her pocket sometimes where that last line may not even rhyme and then she'll again, you know, bring that shit back again. But it's it's still in the pocket. She's 
I didn't want to bring this up just now, but I will bring it up then because you said that. Um, she changes words to make them rhyme. And that's annoying as fuck to me. Really? Yes. Little Wayne Together. But no, like, she does it. And a lot of people do it. Like, um, Lupe did it. Yeah. Uh, with Passport. He said Passport. That's fine. Jay-Z did it. I know a lot of people do it. But I literally heard it throughout this whole album. Like, she did it 70 fucking times versus everybody else probably did it about five. Now, don't quote me on that because... Right, it's not, it's not actually shit, 70 but, <laughs> Right, but, like, but that's no, all I'm she, saying. It's, like, she does it a lot. And I think that was one thing that was super... Like, if I had a critique for the album, like, that would be, like... Um, I'm not sure if I, I, I like the fact that she does that. It, it's somewhat annoying because it kind of throws me off just as a listener. Like that, like, what are you saying? I have to think about what you're saying. And then I'm like, okay, that's why she did that because it didn't rhyme with that. And then I, I'm, I'm already missing like two or three bars as I'm doing that, you know, not saying that my brain can't catch up, but I'm just saying like, it's, it throws a listener off. And to me, and she already has a very distinct voice. She did do that quite a bit, didn't she? Yes. She did it a lot. A whole fucking bunch. I so, guess it just didn't bother me that much. I guess I, I, I guess I just really enjoyed what she was saying. Right. I mean, I enjoyed what she was saying too, but I, I, I guess I'm more, um, you having, you having the, you're a rapper or you were or whatever. Like you're a one with words. I like the words, but I also, I'm, I'm more in tune with the melody as well. Like I think I, I weigh those heavily, and the, the, the fact that when she says together. The way her her voice sounds when she says something like that, it throws me off because it doesn't match the way her voice was saying something before. I get you. You know, so it's just kind of it's just kind of. Uh, maybe I'm too technical. I mean, you know, it's 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 you know, it's not uniform. Maybe it's hurt, it's hurting me, but I artistic do, license, right? Right, but but that's another thing is that like I would say that it. I do appreciate the fact that she stepped out of her comfort zone and actually did stuff like that. Like she did voices on here that I wasn't the biggest fan of a fan of like there were some, when she goes into the higher registers of a voice that I was like, that's fine. Like I, I, I appreciate that. But when she was, um, talking to the, when she, what, what song was that? Um, knock on, no, not knock on my door. You used to love me. You should know one. Of, it's one, it's somewhere around there where she's talking about, um, how don't mind us please turn down the volume you know like oh yeah 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 that song when she's talking to the cop and like saying like my bad like we'll we'll turn we'll be it okay up to turn it like up. the end of that part with Busta was great but like the, that specific part when she's trying to manipulate her you voice should know. yes i think it's you should know so on you should know um she's trying to manip- manipulate her voice and i think that like that's all fine and cool but i just didn't think that her voice was they could have I think they could have tried something else for that there's a couple of times on this album well, that, that so think, on I on think. that song I thought it was interesting you brought that up that so there's a lot of beat changes and transitions on this on this oh, record oh the whole thing there's like you every don't know song, when one song is like the other two or begins. three songs right yeah. which is not necessarily a bad thing I think on that song in particular it didn't it didn't work for me yeah um you know, you should know, and then at the end of that thing, it goes into that Busta Rhymes kind of interlude mm-hmm. about love. When the song before that had nothing, it was like completely different. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't like a, a gap in between 
the song and the interlude, the way it made it seem as if it was, you know, just another regular beat change that was going into, okay, here's just a third verse on this song. But it totally wasn't. It was Busta Rhymes doing this whole thing about love that was really an interlude into the next song, which I, I, I get it. Like, when you hear the song after it, which is what, a, a roller coaster or whatever? A roller coaster jam called Love. Yeah, like when you hear that one, you're like, oh, now I get it. But like before that, it right. just kind of came out of it kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I don't want to pass over this though. Um, when we go with Raiden, uh, featuring GQ, GQ. Yeah, what up, Oakland? Oakland, what up, motherfucker? <laughs> I'm so mad that I. So I, I gotta admit that I knew about him, but I and I listened to maybe one or two songs like back in the day, but I never listened to a lot of his music. So I gotta go back and listen to it. Um, but he killed that verse. He yeah, killed that shit. He did. Like that was phenomenal. Um, riding wasn't a bad song either. Um, I actually, and going back up to, um, pay up that I thought was her version of doo-wop that thing. Thank you. I said the exact same thing. I said the, the exact same thing. That is, that is totally her version of, of she was educated well from Lauren Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, that's just plain as day. Yes. And, you know, down from the concept. Now, the concept's a little different. You know, it's not just talking about sex. It's, it's more so talking about money. Exactly. It's more, it's, it's focused around money, for sure. But it's still a very similar his and hers view of a specific relationship issue. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, it was. And that beat yeah. was fire. I mean, yeah, the song's pretty fire. And that chorus was fire. Yeah, it's hot. It's hot. A pay up. Yeah. A pay out. You know? And then, um, but I, I wanted to ask you, did you get Chrome like Ooh? Did you understand that song? I think I need to read the lyrics for that song. So I think part of it was, you know, even with the skit that came on before, yeah. it was like when you roll down the block and you're the dude that's got the car with the Chrome on it, you know, people look up to you. For some reason, I kept thinking of gun. I could be wrong. I don't know why. I listened to it while I was at work, so I could have like missed something. It's there. it's it's possible, but it's totally about being a leader. I mean, she has a line in there where you say, um, "You measure a leader by the size of of his flock, not the size it's of his cock. cock." Okay, got you. Right? Yeah, you're right. Um, hey, cock can be cocking back a gun. It's true. Sorry. It's true. No, no, no. You're right. I mean, this shit just. I mean, you know. I'm sure. Ask me I'm what this shit com- means in a week or two. I'm probably I might have completely something different, wrong. You know, but um. But no, I mean, because she said I'll pull up on you. Pull up in your coop. Mm-hmm. I when know that chrome coming is coming. But mm-hmm. I mean, and then then the beat change on this motherfucker is fucking dope as shit. Yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah, and then it's it hot. just and it just drops and it's like a complete. But her flow is continue. It's like a fucking yes. five finger of death. She did. It's she like, did it's that like, shit. It's like a five finger of death, and it just it doesn't. The flow doesn't stop. And it, dude, it's. I think that's what it was I about. I love Chrome her though. rapping. I love her rapping. Is her amazing. rapping, her but technical ability at rap, to me, is phenomenal. Is on a different level. But that I think that's probably why I didn't understand the songs because I was caught up in the cadence of what she was doing instead of the words that she was saying. Got it. Got a it. little bit. So that's why I was like, wait, fuck, wait, trusty, roll, roll that back, listen, and then I, I, I would be like unattentive to something but but yeah that was my thing so anyway we went through Layla Power Chrome Pay Up Riding 
What about Sassy? So, according to an interview she did on uh, Hot 97, Sassy is her, like, radio joint. Hot 97, she did an interview? Yeah. Huh. I missed that. I thought she did. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Breakfast Club. It was Breakfast Club. Breakfast. F- forgive me. It was... Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was the Breakfast Club. Anyway, go um, ahead. But anyway, yeah. Um, on the interview, she was saying how that was the track that she wanted to be her, that, that they saw could be the the radio joint. Mm-hmm. And she she freestyled the hook. Mm-hmm. So, so it was kind of vibing. Could, could you tell she freestyled that hook? Nah, bro. Is that? Exactly. I like Sassy. I like Sassy. Sassy um, was good. Uh, one thing I had on that, I I thought that Chance the Rapper would have been a great feature on that song. The song is kind of short too. Yeah, it's short, but like it would have been a great feature to get like Chance the Rapper on some shit like that because it's very housey. Like some of the songs that he's been releasing lately, and um, she kind of does. She kind of does uh, the same. On the way up. Yeah. Um, it's a, I, it's a very positive sounding song and a vibey happy kind of yeah it's on the way kid yeah but um what I was gonna say is that uh, she kind of does the same type of ad lib that he does she goes ah you know you're right so, yeah that would have oh, been a dope cute. little co- collaboration that's just oh. my A and R you know working and that could have been a great single if they wanted to do that and then we get to nobody so did you listen to the song i asked you to listen to yes mama by uh kendrick lamar on did you Tepin. hear it yes okay okay like so i i heard i heard this song tell nobody. me what you heard i heard the song nobody and i heard the flow she was using just like the kind of stuttered kind of flow i was like what the fuck i've heard this shit before and then she even gave a shout out to kendrick about them not the knowing dollar. what a dollar's worth and i was like is that a fucking Kendrick song? And I had to go back to the song Mama on To Pimp a Butterfly. Now, it's not an identical flow, but it's definitely inspired by the flow from Mama. Like, I think a lot of her music is inspired by Kendrick. I think that they, they met at an uh, earlier time in life, and like that whole camp has been like fused within... Like I think that's why Terrence Martin, because Terrence Martin's yeah, always all over. Yeah, both, yeah you know everything so i think that both of those like camps kind of like fused together like she was explaining on the breakfast club that um they like when they first met each other they didn't go straight to the studio they went out to eat and like uh they went to when they were in north carolina like she showed them where to go and stuff like that so like i think that that type of and this is again speculating but like the type of camaraderie that they have i think they all create music with the same um, goal in mind so uh, I think that's where the influence might have come from there or it's just everyone influencing each other because she said she took two years on this project it could have been like a couple you know yeah. a couple of things that she picked up from the um, Butterfly sessions or that Kendrick may have picked up from the Layla sessions you know don't you never know it's um, true and, it, and it's not a bad thing no not all at right? all and and I'm not sitting here saying, oh my gosh, she bit Kendrick because fucking, what, did everybody in hip-hop bite uh, fucking Migos? In right, future exactly. Or some shit? Like, it's not a bad thing when those groups, those type of groups come together because there's some type of originality. Like, you, if you listen to Mama and you listen to Nobody, both of those songs are separate yeah, songs. Different like, messages. They don't, they don't even sound the same. They don't. But they have, they're different messages, but they're, they're the same message. <laughs> 
one said everything everything is this i used, i know everything i know everything and she goes nobody knows nothing i know that's redundant but you know what i mean like that's that's to me i i see the parallels between yeah. between these two songs so i think they're they're both they're both on that same uh uh what is that wavelength and then we get to oh wait hold on black wait, thought thank you stop i was gonna be like hold on bro hold on stop, no no, stop, no, no stop. i'm not Black Again, motherfucking thought. Black thought. One of my favorite rappers, right? I think that is your favorite rapper. If well, I could he, put he, he was there. probably like one of my biggest. He was the influence. biggest influence for sure. Um, uh, he fucking writes it out. Dope verse. A very personal verse. Yes. It was a very like introspective verse from him. Um, it was very direct to from him to her. Yeah. You know, like about how he felt about her, why he was on the record. Yeah. And what was coming next? It's got me excited can you imagine, as fuck for the next Root project. Can you imagine uh, being getting that verse back from Black Thought and him saying, me and you are on the same wavelength? Bruh. I'd be like, the fuck? Right. Are you kidding me? You just said this shit? Are you right. kidding? Are you, what? This what? is going on the record. This is what? going on the album. Nigga, I got this shit on wax, bro. Like, you can't tell me I'm not on the same wavelength as Black Thought because that motherfucker told me. He just told I'm, me. He just told yep. me, nigga. That's special. You ain't nobody now. I got That's the special. stamp, my nigga. Like, so that was crazy. And then another line I liked by him, my pen been engaged. It should probably elope. I was like, this nigga's just, these. <sighs> I like the simplest, but great lines like that sometimes. Um, but oh, yeah. and then the third beat change at the end. Yes. Where she fucking goes in on social media and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. I Girl, did you hear the I? The, mm, 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 mm. Yeah, uh, all that shit. That is yes. dope. That Amazing. Song is dope. And then you go into. Uh, my favorite song. Black and Ugly? Black and Ugly is my favorite song. Mm. The bar, the, the, the technical skill that she sows in the first verse. I mean, in this, it's just. The girl can rap her ass off. Like, she can rap her fucking ass off. Like, the notes I have for this song is literally just a link to the genius uh, page <laughs> of the lyrics because it's just like... Every lyric. I, I couldn't even, like, pick any out because I'm just if like, you, Jesus You would just be copying and pasting every I lyric. I would be copying copy and pasting the whole song. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even tell which verse I like the best, even. Because there's parts of the second verse that I think are are better than the first verse, but I think overall the first verse is better. Uh, <laughs> but it's it 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 really shows you um, that when you're when you're talking about rapping, and she actually made this comment during the interview too. It's like it shouldn't be a male and female thing. No. It's like you're on a level playing field when it comes to bars. It's not like we're doing something physical. Right. right. You know, and and so I feel like we've been so conditioned to just assume a handicap for female rappers. Yes. Well, now we have. Now, there was, now. Right, right. Yeah, there now wasn't one in the in the earlier ages, but yes. It's like, oh, you know, it's just it's just MC female. Light was biting niggas' heads off. And she's killing it. I mean, yeah. And I feel like she had to come in on a song like Black and Ugly, you know, because I feel like it really speaks to that, you know, and her her struggles of being a female MC because... And being an MC that doesn't, like, I don't want to show off my tits all the time. And that's I don't not wanna, what my music is about. I, I got bars and I can I can right. rap better than a lot of you niggas. And that's what she's saying on this track. Like, exactly. You talk know, about and, me if you want, but bitch, I will fuck you up in that motherfucking cypher. And she did. 
she fucked everybody up. She, I she mean, that she, was her eight mile. <laughs> like, yeah, you can call me black. Yeah, you can call me ugly. But guess what, nigga? I can do this shit. I will, I will fucking murder you. I mean, it's just insane. Um, I ain't heard a girl rap like this in a while. No, I don't think a lot. I don't think a lot of females have the um, ability to um, connect with an audience as well as provide such technical and lyrical precision as she has. So right now, um, I mean, we used to think Nikki was great, but Nikki's not good. I was never a huge Nikki. I've never was to be honest. I was I, never a big fan of her either. But like, who else was there? There was, I mean. Since Lauren, since Lauren Hill, who has been dropping bars the way that Lauren dropped bars? I can't really put my finger on anybody. I mean, Remy's really good, but Remy's very street. And she doesn't, like, educate. Ah, uh, you know what? I'm probably going to put myself in a fucking box there. But, like, the way Remy's really good at, like, punchlines and, like, and, and shit like that. Like, she's a battle rapper. You right. know what I mean? Um... Lauren Hill would tell a story and give you a lesson at the end. I'm not saying that Remy doesn't have the ability to do that. I just haven't seen it from her. Right. Or maybe I haven't heard it from her. Maybe I don't know her music as well. Um, but I don't, I can't, I can't put my finger on another female artist that's doing it like this. I mean, just some of the fun shit that I enjoy from a rapper is shit. You know, Rhapsody was like, you know, we so motherfucking beautiful. Wow, it's personal. Diary and frankly, this game I'm styling and my camp concentration on focus. Like, woo, that was crazy. You reading that right now just made me like realize that I should have read fucking genius <laughs> because I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't catch that. But you said that was, that was a not you said, but uh, what did you say at the end of that? You said something about concentration, yeah. It's, it's it's a play on Anne Frank and concentration. Oh, and, fuck yes. That's and like concentration I, camps. Okay. And Nazis and, and, you know, World War II and all that fun shit. So, uh. All that uh, fun shit? Yeah. Um, but no, dude, she's just, she's got all these bars where she's just playing off the next phrase into the next phrase into the next phrase. I love it. Yeah. One of the best things ever. And then we go into uh, You Should Know, which we've already spoke about. And then after that, there's a roller coaster jam called Love featuring Music Social and Gwen Bunn. That one was a long song. And it was like kind of like a story, like gets you up up and down and stuff, um, which was kind of interesting. Do you have any notes on that? Yeah, I, I enjoyed the song. I didn't like the little part in the middle where the woman was singing the hook part. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. It just didn't sound good. Hmm. The performance wasn't that great. I don't know. It was I just a weird. It. it was a weird part in the song to me. I would have just taken that out. Hmm. I would have just kept music soul child on there and left that. Random. I really didn't mind it to be honest. Oh, I, it okay. really irritated me. <laughs> it just felt out of place to me. Mm-hmm. It felt really out of place. And then we got used to love me. It was too short. Yeah, I mean, I love when Terrence Martin gets on his like, <sighs> fucking. What's that thing called? A vocoder or whatever? Yeah, it sounded so 1990s. It was awesome. And then Knock on My Door. I love that as a like little love song. It is a cool little love song. And BJ, uh, the Chicago kid, is like on here like twice, which is pretty cool. 
because I like his voice. Multiple people were on the album multiple times. Yeah, I think that speaks sure. to just how they were trying to put the whole project. That's why together. I think that, that's why I re- related to to, uh, to to Pimp a Butterfly. Um, and then Uwe from Anderson Park. That was on Anderson's uh, uh, Malibu shit or something, right? It was it was out before, so I think she's trying to do that whole streaming thing. Here. Oh, I see. So that's why I'm pointing that out. And then Jesus coming. Do you have any notes on that? Because um, we're we're running out of time. That's why I'm going through fast. Sorry. And I have to piss like a racehorse. I feel like <laughs> Joe Button right now. You know, uh, I feel like in Jesus coming, you know, she's like talking from the voice of like a fallen street soldier. You know, like for sure. What would be going on? Um, what is he missing? You know, what is he giving up? Um, I thought it was dope though I, th- I think it's a dope way to close the album you know it's like no it was definitely a, a nice way to close I mean musically I thought it was it was spot on to 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 end the album that's it that's all I had why are you looking at me like that dude I have to fucking piss would you just finish your thought um <laughs> it's a great way to end the album alright well I'm going to try and figure out a great way to end this because we're already over time by like, I think about like seven to eight minutes. Oh my God. What? Yes, we are over. But guess what? We will never be completely undone. Undone? No, that's, that's horrible. Uh, yes, we are over, but we'll never be done because we are going to continue with this goddamn podcast until it fucking goes into, I don't know what else I have. I, I literally am going to piss myself. So, um, <laughs> Oh shit. I want to see this. No, I'll make sure don't. Put That's it on IG, yo. No, don't do it. So you guys can catch us at Twitter on through the crate, Facebook at through the crate, um, IG at through the crate, SoundCloud through the www dot through the why are you doing that to me? <laughs> I hate you. Anyway, we drank too much beer tonight. We had a shot, and we're really, really happy that we listened to Rhapsody and G Herbo and Speak got to yourself. talk about all that fucking fuck shit. And we are out here, motherfucks. I gotta go. Bye. And she's gone. Deuces.